You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Here we are. So there you are, Victoria, looking beautiful. Uh, welcome back here on to uh, Be Simply and Indie Creators. Uh, I am so, one, proud of you. We had a chat before, and we're going to be including a link to our, our chat um, previous to this moment. Now the movie's out. It's circulating uh, worldwide, or which continents are we able to see your movie on? Uh, well, US and Canada today and UK, um, Latin America will be a little bit later. And of course, Australia, where we're we're out in Australia now, but let me just say, it's lovely to see you, Suzanne. (laughs) And thank you so much for having me back to talk about it. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I must say, I'm very interested to hear your thoughts and and questions and and things about the film. So thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, so we got the practicalities out of the way. Now we can dive into the sumptuousness of this film. Um, even from previously just seeing, had not seen the movie, but the trailer alone gives you a good jolt. Uh, and what I would love to discuss with you is because right now we're here on this moment on planet Earth, which seems to keep escalating as far as us to contemplate so much of what's included in this film, um, human rights, freedom, uh, reconciliation, forgiveness, uh, and unlikely uh, kindness that's unexpected, that was unexpected in the film, Uh, (laughs) kindness and love, you know, (laughs) like there's so many possibilities all in this film. for you, because we talked about it in a sense, because I hadn't seen it now that I've seen it, I can be a little bit more specific. For you from the, the heritage and the, the ancestral lineage of the family, the people involved, and then your creative impetus, uh, what aspects, I'm so curious, and I don't want to give away the story, we don't want to have a spoiler alert, but what aspects were um, is it all tried and true? And then was there some of your own alchemy of how to heal such deep wounds, societal wounds woven in there? Wow. Well, <laughs> straight out of the gate with like the monumental question of our times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, well, uh, there are, there are there seem sort of several components to that question and and one is almost um, filmmaking techniques and how 
you know, to represent that visually and as an experiential part of the film. And another is like practical ways of, of bringing about healing between each other and within ourselves and the world that we're in. So um, maybe I'll just speak to, to that last one first, which is I, I do have a background in um, psychotherapy. So I'm very aware that the only way that we can heal our traumas or deal with our, our stuff is by looking at the truth of it and owning it. And in this case, in this film, our, our nation, Australia, has never looked hard at the truth of our history, at how the First Nations people were were wiped out. I mean, we even lied and said that it was terra nullius, an empty land. There were no people here. Yeah. And that whole, yeah, we started like that, you know, and that has influenced everything. It's influenced our history, the way that we've, um, you know, dealt with, with an mm. invisible people um, to the point now where finally we're starting to see in Australia acknowledgement of the brutality of the treatment of the dehumanization of everything of of the wiping out of this incredible from the consciousness not from existence because right. it still exists within the people today but within the zeitgeist of our nation this incredible wise consciousness built on a millennia of of experience yeah. and and spirituality with these people so as part of addressing that, that's the truth telling in this film is looking at that truth. And that's yeah. the brutal aspects that you're talking about. And only when we do that can we, you know, walk in their shoes and just get a small sense of that experience. That opens us up to more compassion, more understanding, more um, um, just a greater ability to move forward together. And yeah. so that's the model for that, I think, in this. And in terms of the filmmaking techniques of, of expressing that artistically, that was very intuitively driven. And I think First Nations people, because we worked, we created this together, you know, we, yeah. we had elders with us on set every day. Um, the, the local First Nations people were actually in the film you know, they took on those parts. Yeah. They're not professional actors. Um, some of them, some of them are. Um, so the spirit of the land and those people we were, we were working with and, and flowing with and intuitively responding to every day that we were yeah. shooting. And that carried through into the edit as well. So, you know, I just had my ear open for spirit talking through it and trusting that and going with that. So, yeah, I think that's well, it's so amazing. beautiful. And I loved watching the scene that you had mentioned when we spoke previously uh, about the lightning and thunder storm that was, uh, uh, felt like a relay response. <laughs> like you couldn't have asked for a better, <laughs> uh, effect, special effects <laughs> than the, the ecosystem. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, <laughs> There's so, so much is nature driven in the film. Um, mm. You know, like those, the, that 
I really wanted to have that spirit world representation. And I didn't even know when we were shooting how that was going to work or how right. that was going to be but I just trusted it would emerge which sounds crazy like filmmakers would just be going oh my gosh you know <laughs> you yeah why would you risk that but I I trusted and believe and I felt like all along this has been a really protected project a protected film and we are the the ones who are lucky enough to to hold it and so I trusted that and then that fog emerged we were yeah. all set to do one of our big shootouts set pieces <laughs> like three-day shoot we all turn up and time was tight and there was virtually no money really and, and it was just so, so high pressure and we all get up there and where you would never ever have fog it is so dense and thick you can't see six yeah. feet in front of you <laughs> and of course that caused a meltdown for the first AD and everyone but then I just realized actually this is our gift from the land to go here's yeah. your spirit world so then it was like I couldn't get actors and things there quick enough to, to yeah. take advantage of it <laughs> there and, and that happened all the way through there was all kinds of of natural world interactions and right. I think you can feel that in the film Absolutely, absolutely. And as you were speaking earlier, it felt to me in watching the movie, just digesting the nature of it um, for the viewers, you know, anyone that lives anywhere in the world, there's been Indigenous people before us that are here right now. Um, and so just feeling uh, almost like everyone just wanted love, like even though there were atrocities being committed it seemed even in the, the atrocities that those people were just wanting love uh, in a certain respect that they, you know, they'd, and if we think about it in terms when people invaded lands, they'd come a long, long way to get there. You know, it wasn't like they had an airplane to transport them, you know, in 10 hours or 16 hours or 18 hours or whatever that, um, their whole life had, for all intents and purposes maybe been left behind. Um, so it gave me some deeper contemplations, which I really appreciate having worked with uh, different tribes in different locations. And then reflecting forward to our current state, because there are many places that are still objectifying humans current day uh, for, their, for their needs, uh, whether it's for work or relations, uh, all different kinds of things. So you bring about uh, maybe that if we all focused on uh, that love thing, <laughs> that maybe <laughs> we could heal everything. <laughs> I don't know what you feel about that, but. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the only cure for hate is love. It's true, I think, Yeah, you know, and um, I I'm so glad to talk about that aspect because I've done a bit of talking about this film um, the past few days with the lead up to the release. And without fail, everyone focuses on the, the handful of brutal scenes. That's yeah. it's because they are hard and they're raw yeah. and they're real and you feel like there's no escape. You're there with them, which is what I wanted because First right. Nations people couldn't escape. So we should feel what that's like. Yeah. And um, but that is quite a small percentage of the film really 
the rest of the film is talking about love and understanding forgiveness redemption opening your mind and seeing what what missing out on that sort of connection and love does to people in creating those characters who are perpetrating the horrors and then their own desire to move beyond that so yeah I think it's really a film about love yeah really really well done (laughs) and you know to the audience that's listening or watching this, you know, you prefaced hang in there, <laughs> maybe because you have, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, the trailer kind of gave me a jolt in anyways, but uh, yeah, so I kind of poised myself, but I was really intrigued. So I really welcome anyone and especially from the psycho spiritual standpoint, anyone that's been violated on any level, physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, all those realms that this is really a way to maybe confront some of those things for yourself and see where you're at in your own healing process. Cause I would imagine some of the people that we're talking to you might have their own personal healing to do. So it's easy to go towards the pain and suffering versus, Oh, the remedy was right there too, which to me was the love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. But I think also there's, there is a realness to it in that, you know, it doesn't have a, a nice little wrapped up Hollywood character arc ending for Jara, our yeah. lead woman. You know, yep. she's he's kind of left at the start of what she needs to do. Yeah. But she's realised and got to the starting line. Yeah. And that is huge for humans. Yeah. You know? And it, it, just going into what you're talking about with the people experiencing trauma, you know, to yep. get to that point of going, okay, it's forgiveness and love I need to embrace to get to that point. Such an achievement. Just got chills, good amount of chills there. And she, your lead actress, actor, uh, she did amazing uh, just taking you through all those arts, uh, which was pretty incredible. And I I would say even some of the violent um, scenes that were, I don't know if we're allowed to say that word, but I'm going to say it, the rape word. Um, I never know what you get, we get dinged for, but, um, anyways, that, you know, the portrayal for a lot of people to understand, you know, how someone copes with that happening. And, you know, especially in the, the, those times where people were just held at the whim of others. Um, and so they had to learn how to cope and continue to have life really powerful to see that. Um, and then how do we correct that? Like I said, it's some of that's still going on to this day, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, I, it's incredibly common. I don't think much has changed. We're just actually shining a light on it now. Yeah. And it's the same for anyone who has been violated yeah. and overpowered physically. It is that inability to escape from it. And yeah. then we see through Jarrah, and I might point out that it is, in, it is not a graphic film at all. We actually don't see yeah. the, the, the ins and outs of the horror. It's actually, yeah. it's, it's just not being able to escape that I think is the trauma for the viewer. Yeah. And that gives you an insight into to people who've experienced that. Yeah. And then how how we represent that trauma playing out across her her traveling through the film and the way it emerges and it's not 
that is true for people who've experienced trauma. It resurfaces continually in all kinds of different ways. And I think that's something people have also commented on with the film in that, oh, you know, that that that's all part of the hardness of watching it. But that's actually the understanding of the experience. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah. personally, my opinion is that you did it really beautifully. And in the scenes, the sequencing artistically with the scenes, which each character revisited uh, a moment or a memory, that w- which we call the modern day triggers uh, for this emotional affect to take over in their system um, was really, you did really beautifully. So I uh, congratulate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, uh, I think it's beautiful. I really yeah, do. No, it's, and it really is stunning. Uh, your, the, f- yeah, the cinematography is just really, really, the whole thing is beautiful, but there's just this effortless flow because it's not always easy. And maybe you can explain, I think in this day and age, people don't have as much of appreciation that it's not easy to create some of these illusions and transitions in film where you're going from one you know, set and setting and then you're going into someone's mind or memory and then going back out into the physical without you know, it's being clunky or (laughs) you did it really beautifully, you know, like seamless almost in some of the scenes. Right. But maybe you could explain your creative process. I I wanted you to feel that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, (laughs) the film has, um, well, actually I think it was described really well by, um, Professor Jane Mills at the University of New South Wales here, who wrote just a very small paper on the film, but I just Mm. loved her take on it. And she described it as lingering dissolves that remind you that history lives within the present. Mm. And that's, I think, those transitions you're talking about, that, that those scenes still they they merge and blend across each other and all of a sudden you're in that that other realm you've you've just traveled with it we haven't you know cut you to it and and that's another thing um Kevin Scott the DOP and I we're kind of obsessed with one shots and trying to to do everything that we can in a single (laughs) shot because I always feel that editing and cut cut cutting that's not life you know, we, we see right. the world in one shot. So if we can recreate yep. that on the screen, then it's really more real to us, like we're in it. Absolutely. So, and yeah. and that's, yeah, that's part of that way of merging the worlds together. So yeah. it's you like the a, envelopes we, of the human Yeah, it was beautiful, beautifully done, you know, those scenes. And um, for your... I think we might've talked about this before, but for your crew, meaning the, the actors, but then everyone behind the scenes too, um, what was their process of transformation during making this film? (laughs) Well, there was a lot of process. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, It was, the film from the get-go, from the moment of inception, was like directing its own charge. 
and it was pulling people in and it would spit people out. It's not quite the right word, but it would cull who wasn't meant to be there until refining right up to even during the filming to when pivotal times would come up something would happen and we would have to bring somebody else in Mm. and that somebody else who came in was perfect for that moment and what was needed um we had ceremonies poppy mac who plays uncle jack in the film Mm. who's one of the local elders um we he would do ceremonies fairly fairly regularly because things need to be addressed or cleansed or the whole film was made it's a microcosm of what we're talking about of that reconciliation of that working together of standing together and ceremoniously dealing Mm -hmm. with our past yeah absolutely that's that it was made like that and that's why it feels the way it does because that spirit's alive in it yeah and and that I had to hold the line on that a couple of times, you know, because there are always the the non-creative vested interests in pushing forward, which I totally understand. Right. But there, there was no way that we would move forward until we addressed what needed to be addressed spiritually, physically, mentally and emotionally on that land. Right. Beautiful. Well, and... Another thing that for the viewers that dive into this film, if we if you share a little bit about the call and response and the history, how much it stores, because we live in a moment in time where people can just like erase things, delete things, block people, all this stuff. But really, we're always leaving an electromagnetic resonance imprint in the land and the land doesn't or, you know, the earth does not erase its memory. Like maybe, you know, you do with a big mainframe computer or something, but if you can share just maybe a little glimpse of where you felt that, that call and response that the earth was like, yeah, (laughs) it's time you guys looked at this. (laughs) Well, I can uh, give you a big one on that. (laughs) Um, So uh, 90% of the landscape in the film was destroyed by fire after mm. we finished shooting in the massive wow. Karawan mega fire that consumed Australia or the east coast of Australia. And it literally came up to here in Kangaroo Valley where I am. Mm. It took out all our shooting locations there. It took out here at our place where we shot the Papua New Guinea scenes. It went across the river and up to where um, the massacre happened. Mm. And it just literally a line through Kangaroo Valley was drawn to where we shot those scenes of, of you know, the abuses that had occurred. Yeah. And it was wiped out. And... I was talking with one of our elders about it um, in an interview, actually, when the first the film first came out here in Australia, and um, she ended up making me cry <laughs> in the interview because she said that we had un, un, unleashed, unleashed yeah. and 
channeled out and processed this trauma that was locked in the land and the fire was the cleansing of that trauma so that it could be born again you know and that's that's a really powerful thing that I'm just can't believe we got to be able to yeah you know be part of that Mm-hmm. And in this it's horror like, and this terror of the fire, it, there's this beauty of being born again. Yeah. And so. Yeah, the great purification. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, yeah. we're grateful for you for being a conduit to that. You know, I'm deeply grateful for you being a conduit to that. You know, the more, the more that we release that from our lands, the more we can move forward. Uh, many don't realize that you know, we can't keep looking the other way and, and not freeing things, especially in places where things might have been occurred. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And that's also the same for us as individuals. Yeah. You know, it's the same process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's really, you, you had the, you had your Phoenix moment all around you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like it's, it's, you it's know. interesting. Oh, look, I feel incredibly blessed that we have been able to live on this land at its height of robust biodiversity. It, it was mm. like a Borneo jungle here, you know, it's just yeah. incredible. And then it was raised to the ground. It was it became right. like the surface of Mars. This mm. was like rainforest that became yeah. like a lunar landscape. And right. now it's coming back. Yeah. And we've yeah. seen this, this huge transformation of this yeah. place we love so much. So, yeah. Yeah. And must, must feel different. And, then, you know, the rebirth is always so beautiful. Uh, yeah. That when, when birds first came back, and the first, I can remember the first time I heard birdsong after so much deathly silence for so yeah. many months. Mm. And the joy of that bird just yeah. coming back. It's beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So fingers crossed wow. we don't have to burn everything for more, <laughs> more of this transformation. <laughs> Maybe there's another way. <laughs> well, you know, nature has her way in all different, you know, I think in every set and setting there's a way you know that's why we have the the flood we have you know storms all different ways to cleanse um but yeah just that clearing is really powerful um and then if you talk about the the letting go to move forward um that was another point i felt was really well articulated in the film was and for some people that might be hard like you know you are met with such extreme conditions and then trying to meet life in a a beautiful way you know again get to that love word uh for you how was that process as far as like going from deep trauma and then showing the possibility of letting go and embracing you know that fresh or that new beginning Mm. Well, again, I think our First Nations people, or let me be very specific then, the First Nations Australians that I know, and I do feel this is more general than the people that I know, but I will only speak to what I know, is 
their willingness to extend the hand of friendship and to move forward together and to pick us up because they're yeah. already there. Right. You know? They've got that wisdom. They understand. Yes, they've experienced trauma yeah. and they might have all kinds of feelings about it. Right. But they want to move forward in love. Yeah. Yeah. So they're our teachers. They're the model for it. Right. And this film is is representative of that. They're the heart of that. They're the heart of that that's in the film. Yeah. And, um, yeah, even in that final, in the last card when the film ends and, and we acknowledge the you and people here and we say they are the beating heart of this film and they yeah. are because of yeah. that. Well, so, and it, it's, it's interesting because if you spend time, you live in a beautifully uh, nature-filled environment, meaning, you know, very lush. It's growing back that way, but a very lush place. Um, in nature is like that. You know, the gazelle doesn't feel trauma the next day. It's not having to go get psychotherapy. It's, it realized <laughs> it escaped being a meal that night, but it doesn't, isn't like, oh my God, I almost died. You know, so this mechanism's there. And I would say all indigenous tribes that I've had the great fortune to sit with that's very much they're attuned to that. So there's a, a lot more joy and levity. It's not like we don't have to carry mm. all that on our back, you know? Yeah. So, yes. so let's learn from that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's learn and let's and, move forward. And yeah. this film, it does attract a lot of hate too because mm. of that, I think. And yeah. people are so in resistance to that yeah um, and from your perspective uh, what would you say is the biggest point to get you know because we're walking through an era where people are very attached to even their ancestors what I don't know like they're attached to it in a way as if it was theirs which from a reincarnation model very well could be but they might have been wearing a shoe that they don't want to you know brag about in that past history um where do you feel is that that threshold where we can encourage our fellow humanity to stop being so offended by the history but move help us heal and move beyond beyond it i i imagine you'd have to just do that on an individual level mm. and look within yourself and ask yourself why am I so in resistance or reaction to this? Why is yeah. this triggering this me? And have a really honest, open communication with yourself and yeah. look at it. Talk to other people about it. Start talking about it. It's okay to be in reaction to something, but the problem comes when that's not communicated and the reaction is just driving the action. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's or, or resisting. Yeah. yeah. Resisting engagement. Yeah. And anytime you're resisting or driving or reacting in those ways, you can bet your bottom dollar you are not having a happy life. Yeah. Within that. Because it's yeah. not a great feeling space to be in. Yeah. Absolutely. And so save your own life by yeah. by addressing it and embracing more of that compassion and understanding yeah. and forgiveness of your own self 
because you're the one doing it to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Oh, yeah. And that's what Jara realizes in the film that she has become that evil. Yeah. And she's doing it to herself. Yep. And her life will only be saved by changing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that was that profound, you know, you wove it in so beautifully of these layers of, you know, that we all, we all have it in us to go to places that we never think we could go to it, depending on the set and setting and the scenarios that our lives hand us. But yeah, you really uh, brought it together nicely. And then what was your response from the elders and the indigenous that you worked with on the film? They love it. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it it was, it it wouldn't have been finished until they Mm. loved it. Yeah. It needs to be what they want to have. And I will say that, you know, as much as I, on a daily basis, would talk to them um, about what we were doing and, and how far to go. And generally, I always went with what they wanted, but they wanted to go even harder than this film mm. and that I just couldn't <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have loved to actually go, really, the gloves are off? This is true history? But yeah. we would never even get an audience member for that. Yeah. So we have to do these baby steps of... Of course. And you you did do it rather beautifully. So anyone that's listening to this that might have trauma that they haven't completely healed, it's it's definitely, you can meet it and not feel overwhelmed, I feel, um, from watching it. So Mm. I think that's good. And most people don't understand that or remember or know, or maybe haven't studied that uh, Native cultures um, sometimes are quite brutal themselves and how they, even if you study the Native American tribes here, there's some really warrior tribes that they, if you come intruding, they will meet you in a way that's not so pleasant. <laughs> so, you know, some, it's just to understand, I think human nature of, you know, how we protect that, which we love or the land that we want. And then how can we be civil with one another? Um, I don't know that we need to re- repeat so much extreme violence to get our point across anymore. So <laughs> just well, we get to do it in film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's more ceremonial. It can be more ceremonial, representational than actual. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have enough lineage to heal so we can have more films like yours to help us, you know, heal and free our ancestors and free ourselves so we can move forward in that space. Like I said, I felt like everyone just wanted love, no matter what role they were in. They all did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And did, uh, the curious part, did the, um, from and talking and get the feed in from the pass down of the stories and stuff, because obviously this is a period piece too. Did they have that sentiment that, because I know when I was out at Hopi once, they were saying they'd never seen anyone disrespect the feminine the way they did. And this would be to the Spaniards, no offense to the Spanish people that are living here, but that they invaded their space and really, you know, violated the women. And that's not even a part of their culture. So um, did they share with you any of some of those things about what had been communicated to them about the history? 
do you mean the actual history of, of well like just how the, the family I mean just that sentiment or... like our culture didn't would never like rape a woman or treat her that way with disrespect we didn't we I mean for like Hobie Nation that was foreign to them to have people come in and steal their children and steal the women and rape them they didn't know what that was it would be like you know a foreign concept mm. that you've never seen before mm. i'm just curious if that was for for them too like I think, that they were being shown yeah, things I that they've never seen before yeah um i think well yeah yes but i also think there is like you were talking about a, a lot of um brutality that exists within mm. first nations tribes of their own yeah. sort of stuff so you know i don't want to glamorize first nations people as right. somehow being beyond yeah. where humans are yeah you know, i just yeah i was just curious because um, what their you know what their traditions are because all they were and plus, I always feel I I feel like I need to have a First Nations person sit beside yeah. me and answer this question. So you yeah. know, you're just getting a white woman's um, understanding from what I've gathered, rather than from the horse's mouth. Yeah. So of course, big. but I will say um, that the Australian First Nations tribes had evolved socially and culturally to a point where there was very little in the way of violence or warring or or right. any of that it was ceremoniously handled so if yeah. if there was a dispute it would be sorted out in ceremony yeah um, yes yeah. so i think that there was such an enlightened cultural yeah um world that they were living in that was yeah. so far from this. I mean, we're, we're, these, we're descended from the Vikings who came in and butchered and tortured every, yeah. everyone and everything. Like it lives in our psyche as white people. We are generations of brutality right. that's slowly distilling out, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we come from that space that is so different to right. their experience. Yeah, that's what I was curious about because that was like, yeah. Well, it's it's really more like I I I was really in within the film trying to express that through the Mackay family lineage and how mm. it is generations of brutality built yeah. on brutality built on brutality that winds up with these really dysfunctional human beings. Right. And so yeah. So we need to go do yeah. some films over there because that might free a lot of that you know you know the just how we teach because in most societies like traditional tribal societies they have ways of teaching and raising their young and it's not so big you know you you have communities that are relatively small systems um you know and then yeah, coming across waters and intruding, uh, you have to be prepared, I guess, for anything. So I haven't studied that so much, like as far as, you know, what they were preparing themselves for, because it could have been all in their imagination. And then, you know, they get there and something looks different than them and they feel like they have to attack it. So definitely not part of our true nature. I know that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's definitely a construct. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I really encourage everyone to watch this because it's worth it. And I actually want to watch it another time. Uh, so that's a good sign uh, that you want to, you know, someone wants to watch it again. I love a lot of the details you put in there. And I would shout out to anyone listening to this or watching that there's breaths. You give breaths in there. So oh, yeah. uh, to know and they're that- beautiful breaths. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, like okay, I can breathe. Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breaths and, you know, realizing, you know, how we can be hasty and not stop and pause and the unexpected comes. So you, you did such a great job. So I'm excited. Um, share with the, the listeners and viewers where it's streaming. Is it on, I mean, all the platforms that's available? It's on all the platforms. Yeah. Okay. I so and they can just Google it. Fine and find yeah. it or they um, can search it on their also on dvd oh perfect so you can watch it multiple times you can even listen to commentary and see nice. behind the scenes okay. making of stuff it's all there so i think okay. that's in walmart and amazon and perfect well we'll put us. we'll put all those links there too so that people can uh grab it and a good thing for the holidays uh maybe <laughs> You know, we they always say don't have like a uh, political or you know any kind of I don't know argumentative topic. So this would be a good healing topic, I think. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is nothing wrong. We need to celebrate robust discussion and looking at how we feel and and within the context of our relationships and each other. So if it prompts a bit of that, then that's good too. Yeah. And if you, you can share a little bit from your perspective, just as from your perspective as a human to society, where you feel that because you started out by saying we don't even know the history, um, you know, are do you think we're ready to see the history like in making this film? Do you think we're ready or partially ready? Some of us ready? <laughs> uh Australia's not that ready. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there's a percentage of Australians who are ready and who want it. And I'm pretty sure First Nations people are very keen on it. But yeah, yeah, the establishment is not so keen on it. Yeah. And I would say, Um, honestly, I've had way more just wonderful conversations like this one in the states and the uk with Mm. you know reviewers or interviewers talking about this film than i ever did in australia because i think it's just a bit too close to home yeah particularly the us is way ahead of us in terms of race relations even though you might not think that (laughs) with with everything that's going on there but there's so much more of a willingness to look than, than yeah there's but. I would say definitely there's more of an awareness and a conversation um I don't know that people fully understand it like they haven't fully looked at it uh it's more of kind of like seated at this point yeah and that's why I asked the question like looking at it. I mean just for instance one of the states in North America Arizona they had over 200 tribes 100 years ago and now they have probably a handful and that all those tribes were um, killed. So they didn't just die of natural causes. Yeah. 
And so those, those are, those kind of facts are staggering because then you're like, oh, you know, that's not that long ago. (laughs) If you think about it, you know, a hundred years isn't really that long. Um, And then what exactly happened? Why did, why did we do that? You know? Uh, So these are things for us to examine. And I think they can help us make future choices because sometimes we make these overarching decisions like, oh, something doesn't belong anymore. So we're going to just get rid of it versus, you know, embracing, like you said, they have the answer, uh, you know, for all of us, the medicine Mm. for us. So, yeah. Well, so often I hear people say, oh, you know, I want to move us beyond black and white to a world where it's all gray and, you know, everything's mixed in. And I just, I don't like the thought of that at all. Why can't we be individual and different and embrace the difference and enjoy the difference? Why can't we do that? That seems better to me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, coming from, I love cultures and traveling and I don't want us to be all a hodgepodge of one thing. I mean, I don't want us to be all the same. (laughs) That's that's not very interesting. (laughs) You know, it's not. (laughs) So, well, I appreciate you creating this film. We're going to, um, put it out there in a lot of fun ways and I'll send you uh, the links um, as they're available in the next probably 12 hours to send it out and have a big celebration that you're out and live. And are you, have you been doing submissions to film festivals that people can look out for? Uh, No, I think, well, it's sort of out of our hands. The distributors have it. Oh, they they need to decide that. Okay. They decide all of that. I think there might be a New York thing on the cards, but, yeah, I think also film festivals have copped such a beating with COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of them are doing online, so so you can just go ahead and watch it. But just to, uh, I don't know, it feels like it should be in a festival, though, a certain one. Um, But we'll see. Yes. Just well, the, it would be, the it would be accolades, you know, accolades are important when you put forth a lot of effort, you know, but um, yeah. well, well we, we are, thank you, thank you, yeah, we, we are in the Sao Paulo International Film Festival, which mm. is quite a big, big one, big deal apparently for yeah. a first feature um, competition, so that's good, we'll see how we go there. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, keep us posted. And I'd love if you can send me that link to the article that was written by the professor, if that's a public. Oh, I'll just send it to you. Okay, perfect. And you I'd like to, you I would like to include it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh, it's a it's a fantastic piece. It's it's just a one pager, but it just oh it yeah. hits all the notes. It was sort of perfect. like, oh, so it really gets where I was coming from. It's, yeah. it's nice. It's great when you talk to people who get it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's good. You know, you'll, you'll have those people. So, well, keep us posted and um, you, you guys stay like well and free down there. <laughs> and <laughs> know that here in North America, many places we've been, rooting on all levels for Australia so oh, no. well that's lovely well yeah, you're kind of like our big brother over there so uh yeah the, the well and I don't know you know it's hard to know in these moments you and I are talking but we don't know how much is communicated these days like 
through social media ends and stuff like that. But I just want to let you know that people are really concerned about Australia right now and New Zealand and uh, champion for you guys. So, oh, well, yeah. thank you, Susan. And an yeah. absolute delight oh. to talk about all of this. Thanks for yeah. your very great questions. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you for the great work. And I'm looking forward to watching it again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, you it is a film you can watch many times. <laughs> yeah, so juicy. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, you have a beautiful day. Enjoy your day. And thank you for being here. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. Bye-bye. You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Be patient with me.